My dear friends, greetings and blessings to all of you. National Vocations Awareness Week. This week is celebrated this year, the first week of November. And this week is dedicated to promoting vocations to the priesthood, to the permanent diaconate, and to the consecrated life. You know, the Lord calls each of us into a relationship with him in a very personal way. And this includes a specific vocation in which we live out this relationship. I would say for most people, it will be a vocation to marriage. But for others, it might be a vocation to a single life. But for others, it will be a vocation to the priesthood, to the permanent diaconate, or to a life in the religious order. In other words, the consecrated life. So during National Vocations Awareness Week, it's a time where we focus our prayers and support for young people in our diocese who might be considering one of these particular vocations. And we pray that they might respond generously with open hearts and with a willing spirit if the Lord is calling them to this. You know, the road to a fruitful vocation culture comes through prayer, it comes through trust, but it ultimately doesn't happen without hard work done by everyone. Vocations awareness, I believe, is the work of all the baptized. Living one's vocation first comes from our own acceptance of Christ's call to holiness. And accepting our own individual call to holiness then should naturally lead to a life of evangelization, sharing the good news about our vocation, about our vocation to marriage, about our vocation to priesthood, a religious life, or the generous single life. And evangelizing means sharing our faith by word and example and what it has meant to answer God's call in our own lives. In other words, it's sharing with others the great things that God has done and is doing in whatever vocation we have accepted. You know, all vocations are meant to be a public witness of the gospel. It's not about a livelihood or a career choice, but a relationship with Jesus and a way of life. We discover our vocations as we enter into the serious relationship with Jesus through prayer and reflection and the sacramental life of the church. If these ingredients are not a part of our lives, then we will never come to know the Lord's unique plans for each one of us. Because God knows what is best for us. And every vocation is a part of his divine plan. God wants you and me to be happy in life. And so he knows what will make us the happiest and the most fulfilled person that we can possibly be. That will happen when we discover God's, our unique place in God's kingdom. In other words, our vocation. Let me share with something with you. You know, I discovered my own vocation to the priesthood when I took a risk and I began to pray these words. Lord, what do you want me to do with the rest of my life? I will do anything you ask. Now, that's a pretty bold prayer, isn't it? It's also a very risky prayer, isn't it? But it's also an honest prayer that speaks of a desire to seek and do the will of God. Because doing the will of God is where we find our truest happiness. Friends, we all know that there is a vocation shortage in the Diocese of Saginaw. The good news is, yes, we've doubled the number of seminarians this year from four to eight. Please pray for them. This is a true blessing. This is a true blessing. But the Lord wants to bless this diocese with more priests. 
The Lord is calling more men to the priesthood. He's calling more women to religious life in this diocese. But we all have to play our role in fostering these vocations. You know, through your baptism, you have naturally become a vocation recruiter. Why is that? Because most vocations come from Catholic homes where the faith is practiced and nourished and then passed on. Where children can grow up experiencing in their own homes the beauty and the dignity of the married vocation, this fidelity and depth of true love then family life can build up values integral to strong vocations, whether that's to the priesthood, religious life, or to marriage, and teaching your children to value commitment and service and prayer will help them, be, uh, will help them make strong vocational decisions as adults and then live out those vocations with success and fulfillment. You know, in parish life, I believe there are four essential ingredients to fostering church vocations. One is prayer, the second one is awareness, then invitation, and finally affirmation. Pray for young people that they may hear and listen to the Lord's call. Then find ways in your parish to raise vocational awareness in your parishes. Invite young men and women who you think that may have the qualities to be a good priest or religious. Invite them to come forward and think about it because invitations are key. You know, I've known a lot of priests who have shared their stories with me and that they've never thought about the priesthood until an invitation was extended to them to consider it. So if someone is thinking of this type of vocation, affirm them and then support them in their pursuit of their vocation. And for those of you who might be thinking about a religious vocation, if there is this possibility that God might be inviting you to this, following God in faith is not about having it all figured out. Following God in faith is not about knowing how or where it's all going to end before you do something about it. In fact, that isn't faith at all. Don't let fear, don't let fear get in the way. Taking the first step is figuring out if this seems to be of God, if it seems to be right, and then allowing the Lord to lead you through the process to wherever it might end. And finally, my friends, as we celebrate National Vocations Awareness Week, as we work and support and pray for vocations, don't forget to thank the Lord for the priests, deacons, and religious who are currently serving the Lord and serving you in this diocese. We are deeply grateful for their vocation and for their ministry to all of us. So God bless you all.